Welcome to the CMS Real Deal podcast, where we take a step back from the legal nitty gritty and provide insight into issues affecting the property industry. I am Danny Drummond Brassington, and today I'm joined by William Jean Baptiste. Good morning. He- morning. Um, William is head of tax at our CMS Luxembourg office, and I am also joined by Thierry Granier. Hi. Hi, and Julian Sayak, who are tax partners at, at CMS France. So they're here today to talk about the new double tax treaty signed by France and Luxembourg and that's due to come into force in early 2019 and um, when it comes into force it's likely to affect investment in the real estate French market. Now there's a lot of UK investment going into the French real estate market and that's been on the increase over the past few years. So they're here today to talk about why UK property investors need to know about it. So let's start with this new tax treaty. It's been dubbed double trouble. So why was it needed? Uh, uh, Let's say that uh, first of all uh, about the uh, uh, application of the treaty you said 2019 but we may also expect that it will be uh, applicable only in 2020 because of some first of all political issues in Luxembourg. We're going to have general elections at the end of the year, so maybe the progress process will be uh, delayed. Right. Uh, now, regarding the question, um, why was it needed? It was needed because there was some kind of a loophole in the treaty between France and Luxembourg in the past, and the French authorities uh, wanted to close this uh, loophole. And and this treaty is uh, is first of all about uh, reassessing the question of uh, real estate investment. Uh, in France through Luxembourg, but also complying with some of the MLI and BEPS actions and implementing some of these international uh, new regulations in the treaty. Okay, and so that's from the Luxembourg perspective. Mm. And, and from the French perspective, you're again complying with all the international treaties? Yeah, for France, uh, from a general standpoint, uh, wants to apply all the BEPS uh, Regulations and all the anti-abuse. So what are BEPS? Sorry, I'm sorry. That's the the OECD uh, approach to um, uh, tax treaties, where they wanted to implement a number of uh, what they call base eruption and profit shifting uh, rules. So uh, so France is 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 keen on uh, applying all those rules. And uh, indeed, one of the first examples is the is the France, the new France Luxembourg Treaty, where they have uh, introduced a number of anti-abuse rules to, in particular, close the loophole on the real estate uh, investment structures. Okay, and so William, will that um, a lot of property investments go through Luxembourg companies? Is that going to change those structures fundamentally uh, from Luxembourg company I points of view? I don't think so. Uh, first of all, because French is not the only market. Uh, which would be targeted by investors going through Luxembourg, we also have the UK and Germany. And even regarding the question of, of the French market, uh, the, the new treaty doesn't close the attractivity uh, of the French properties for Luxembourg. It's just uh, that we now have to comply with stricter rules and also comply with anti-abuse provisions. Okay. And so if you are investing in French real estate, and if you're a UK investor in French real estate, what are the headlines that you need to know about this new tax treaty? Yeah, well, in the past, what we should uh, have in mind is that uh, the Luxembourg was the route to follow if you wanted to invest uh, in France. 
because with a specific vehicle that uh, exists in France, which uh, is the OPCI, you benefited from um, 5% withholding tax when this vehicle, the OPCI, distributed dividend to a Luxembourg company. It was the only country where we had this uh, specific uh, tax treatment and uh, very uh, tax advantages because only a 5% uh, withholding tax uh, should be paid. With the new tax treaty, um, the withholding tax should be 30%, but 30% is the standard uh, withholding tax rate uh, that should be paid in uh, other countries. So there is uh, no longer differences between Luxembourg, uh, Germany, UK, uh, or any other EU countries. So now the question for UK investors is, uh, do we need to have a Luxembourg company if we want to invest in uh, France? Or could we invest directly from UK to France with specific vehicle? And, um, this is a question that uh, could be raised and uh, for future uh, structuring and uh, for future investments. Do you think then that the structures, you, you mentioned their new vehicles, um, do you think that the structures will become simpler if you don't need to um, invest via a Luxembourg company? Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. So make might make it easier, more attractive? It's a good question because uh, there is not only tax that uh, could be taken into current consideration because based on the discussions that we had with uh, a lot of investors so far, we understood that uh, Luxembourg uh, has also other advantages than tax uh, advantages. Um, so, well, yeah. as a French... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> William, what would those advantages uh, uh, be other than tax? It's very important to say that Luxembourg has more to offer than only taxes and uh, or fewer taxes. Um, if you look at the, the market today, um, you're going to see that um, Luxembourg is, is mainly attractive for the ability to uh, find people, uh, experts in management of investment funds and generally uh, uh, holding companies. So that's something that should also take into consideration. I mean, uh, s saving taxes is one thing, mm -hmm. but being able to, to deliver is also something else, and that's one of the advantages of Luxembourg, that you can there's a, a an ecosystem uh, around the management of funds which has uh, no match for the in Europe. And would you agree with that? It's a point of view. <laughs> At least it's a point of view of some investors, foreign yeah. investors, because uh, we could uh, hear this uh, point of view. Okay, and so do you? Hearing what Williams just said about the, the sort of the infrastructure that exists around funds in Luxembourg, so that it is more than just tax, do you think people will be looking to restructure, or um, they're happy with the infrastructure that exists in the Luxembourg, or the tax will be driving different structures? Well, that's the other that's the other point. We have a number of uh, ideas to uh, let's say limit the impact of the new treaty. One being to uh, set up uh, another fund in Luxembourg right. to hold the French uh, fund. And, and if you do so, and if you have an entity in Luxembourg which is comparable to a French fund, then you can reduce the withholding tax 
down from 30 to 15 percent so that becomes a more acceptable uh, tax hit let's say for an ordinary uh, structure uh, for an investor now for the existing structures of course it is uh, a little bit more difficult uh, because to to justify the transformation you really have to have a, a bona fide commercial reason yeah so for instance if you have an ordinary holding company and you want to transform it into a fund then you'd rather have new investors coming into that entity so it's a real change let's say of the environment that you have to implement otherwise there is a there is a clear risk of a, what we call abuse of law in yeah. france and the whole scheme might be a challenge by the french tax authorities okay so in the run-up to whenever this double tra- tax treaty comes in you were talking about whether it's 2019 or 2020 dependent upon luxembourg election um, issues um do you see people wanting to do you think people are going to be trying to restructure or is it more a case of wait and see what happens when it comes in in any case our recommendation if uh, they want to restructure before 2020 or 2019 uh, our recommendation would be to to be very careful because uh, we experienced in the past some restructuring which took place just before the change of the tax treaty and the French tax authorities um, made a lot of tax reassessments because they considered that these reorganizations uh, were only implemented because of the change of the tax treaty and they um, grounded the tax reassessment uh, on the abuse of law theory and uh, the tax penalty in that case is 80% of uh, wow. the tax. So that's uh, high. Yeah. <laughs> so Yes, we can make some uh, reorganization before the change of the tax treaty or the, the effectiveness mm. of, the, of this change. But uh, we need very to be careful and this reorganization could not be tax driven. Uh, yeah. But we need to, to, to explain that uh, other uh, purposes than tax uh, drive this uh, uh, this change and this uh, reorganization. That, that takes me nicely into anti-avoidance provisions because yeah. with any new tax regime there will be a whole swathe of anti-avoidance. So could you explain those a bit for our listeners? William? Uh, yes, it is, uh, there's a specific article on the principal purpose test which is uh, uh, based on the OECD works and on the um, multilateral instruments. So which is legacy of the BEPS actions. And this principal purpose test basically say that uh, uh, the benefits of the treaty should be denied if a structure is uh, set up with a principal purpose of avoiding tax. So that's, uh, that's something new because, for example, in Luxembourg, uh, we had something similar, the abuse of law theory, but the criteria was the uh, uh, exclusive uh, tax-driven uh, purpose, okay. so which is a bit different. And uh, this uh, PPT uh, will also apply in any uh, tax treaty which is covered by the MLI, basically all the tax treaties in the world. So that's this new approach does not only concern France and Luxembourg, but also all the uh, treaties signed by France and Luxembourg and the rest. Uh, 
and also it will be implemented in this uh, new directive, the anti-abuse uh, directive, which will be uh, enforced next year in, in national law in the EU, and there's a similar provision. So that's uh, a new approach, a new trend in, in the uh, international tax uh, um, taxation, uh, where you cannot benefit from a tax provision if you do that only for tax purposes. Okay, and anything to add? Yeah, we have the same uh, situation in France where the abuse of law theory targets mm. uh, structures which are exclusively done uh, for tax purposes and not mainly as in a treaty, uh, in a current treaty. So, so the question here is whether the tax authorities will have the choice mm -hmm. to implement the abuse of law theory with the 80% penalty mentioned by Thierry or the main purpose test, which is less difficult for them to achieve, but with probably less penalties as well. Okay. And the general idea is that since we have introduced an anti-abuse rule in a treaty, this would be the rule to implement okay. uh, in the first place, rather than the domestic abuse of law theory that we have in France. So that what you're saying there, that, that doesn't have the 8% charge, it's slightly lower. Exactly. Yeah. And so what would be your respective advice to UK investors looking at French real estate assets in the next 18 months? If I start with you, Gillian. Well, um, the, the question is um, also what kind of investment they are, they are looking at. Because obviously the uh, OPCI structure, the, f the investment structure still works. Uh, with a different setup and maybe more uh, setup in Luxembourg in terms of uh, entities. Uh, but you can also look at an, an ordinary investment if you don't have several uh, real estate investments to, to make in France. You can also look at an ordinary investment uh, through an ordinary French company, not a fund, uh, being a corporate entity or luxury entity and um, have in mind that the, the, the French uh, corporate income tax world uh, is, get, is improving. We have a reduction of the corporate income tax from 33% uh, today to 25% in 2022, okay. hopefully. And uh, so you could also consider uh, changing the approach and use an ordinary company to make your real estate investment. Okay, Thierry, anything to add to that? Um, I think that my recommendation is to invest in France <laughs> <laughs> because um, um, uh, beyond the tax aspects we still have very good uh, products, we still have uh, very, very um, secure uh, uh, legal system so it's very transparent if you want to have some information regarding real estate uh, if you compare with other countries it's very secure. So tax is only the uh, end of the road, uh, I would say. So you have to take into consideration other aspects. And at the end of the day, it, uh, it will just um, come up with uh, just an adjustment in the price because uh, due to this additional tax, well, maybe it will entail a decrease in the price, but that's all. That's price adjustment to yeah. reflect the, any increase in yeah. tax. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And William from Luxembourg, 
viewpoint? Well, uh, I would say that uh, of course uh, they should still invest in France, but they, s- they should do it through Luxembourg. <laughs> I've done that already in the past. So why would they change their very good uh, habits? And and obviously um, it would be tempting to uh, to try to find new routes to do that, but. I guess that we should all understand that uh, the world has changed in terms of tax and uh, trying to find a new loophole would be just uh, finding a solution which gonna last for one, one year or something, something more, uh, or just slightly more. And uh, the question of uh, going through Luxembourg is, is also uh, benefiting from everything that the country has to offer, which is not uh, tax related, meaning the quality of services. And this has, it has a cost, Mm-hmm. And trying to avoid this cost could could uh, uh, could be uh, uh, could bring some very inef- ineffective solutions. So summing up, keep investing in France. This isn't going to change it. And Luxembourg yeah. is more than a tax haven. It's the whole exactly. infrastructure around the funds. It's not a tax haven. It's not a tax haven. <laughs> I said it's more than. <laughs> it's got this, this structure around there. Um, but no, thank you for okay. joining us today to, to talk about the new tax treaty and to break it back into a bit more of an understandable way because I think I've said before I am not a tax lawyer and I see <laughs> rules and regulations about tax and go, oh, don't know what that means. So thank you so much for coming in and breaking it down. And for those people that are listening, if they have found it useful and are investing in, in French real estate, then I know that our... French um, CMS France have produced a a very fully comprehensive guide to French real estate transactions and that will be available on the cms.law website very shortly. Thank you for joining us. Thank Thank you. Thank you.